The battle of wizards and warriors continues with iron swords. The evil wizard Malkil will take the shape of the earth, wind, water, and fire. Farewell! The fate of the world is in your hands! You're listening to the Piercing Wizard Podcast, and I'm your host, Ryan Willette. I'm a professional body piercer with 20 years experience. I travel around the world teaching technique and safety classes, and I'm a member of the Association of Professional Piercers. Listen in as I talk to my friends and colleagues about our industry so we can all stay sharp. Hi everybody, how you doing? Uh, I've got another podcast episode for you. It's a short one today. Um, It's with Marcus from Trust, uh, German wholesale distributors of a lot of innovative items. Lots of different tools, jewelry items, different kinds of needles. Um, If you've ever seen those disposable forceps, the snap tiles, those are from Trust, as well as the uh, mosquito self-releasing needles for the people interested in catheters. Uh, We talked about some some new jewelry innovations, some new... um, I don't know, cool things. You'll, you'll hear about it in the interview, but a, a lot of innovation from this company. If you're not familiar with Trust, you can go ahead and check their website out. It's just trust-wholesale.de. They're a, a German uh, manufacturer distributor. The interview is really fun, but the audio, uh, I made a bit of a mistake and I used my internal microphone instead of the nice external microphones we had uh, strapped to our chest. So um, I cleaned it up as much as I could, but it will sound a little bit distant. Um, but it's a lot better than the original audio. Today, uh, in a few hours, we're leaving for the UK APP conference. I say we because I'm at Lola's uh, flat in Glasgow while she's piercing for the afternoon. We're all packed up, and uh, as soon as she's done with her shift, we're going to get on a train, head down to Manchester for this weekend's UK APP conference. I'll be teaching a handful of classes there. Uh, Lola's going to be doing a lot of administrative work, and uh, as we said previously, she's the outgoing UK APP president, so busy weekend for her, busy conference for her. Uh, I'm going to try to get some uh, some more interviews while I'm there. Maybe I can put together a quick um, UK APP 2021 recap. I'll try to get some short interviews. I'll definitely try to get some longer form interviews also, um, but we'll see what, uh, what the next couple of days brings. Busy time for both Lola and myself. So for now, let's go ahead and get into this interview with Marcus from Trust, and I'll be back a bit more at the end. Um, go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah, hello to everybody. I'm Marcus from Trust Germany. I work as a professional PSF since 25 years, a bit more. Um, we have a studio in Mannheim, and since 15 years also in wholesale business, where we create own products like um, tools, pens, and um, since two years also jewelry, we have like this flexternal collection where we have like uh, two threads and a push function in one. And yeah, we also work as the teachers for the BMX. Mm-hmm. And one of the founders of yeah, BMX. Yeah, the founder of BMX, but like because of less time. Mm. <laughs> I'm a bit more in the background now today, but still, um, try to do my best for the conferences, what I can do and uh, yeah, give classes like for tooling, working procedures and everything for mm-hmm. the BMX. Um, from, from my perspective as someone who's, who's met you as a vendor, as a facilitator, you have so many innovations. I, I think the first time that, that I saw Trust, um, it was just like how cool, just your, your materials, like, you know, like your, um, your brochures and your stickers and your, your booth and all that stuff. It always looks so 
smart and so slick. And then you look at the tools and the products and you see that it's a piercer who makes these things yeah. because it has innovations to make life easier for the piercer. Yeah, it was my idea. It was like, when I started as a piercer, there was no really products for our industry. And mm -hmm. I was always thinking like, man, how I can do this, that it works better for me. Then we start to, to um, modified some clamps and tools and like and at this point when it becomes bigger we have to find companies who can can do this but like all the products we use or what we developed are coming from out of our studio mm -hmm. or from talking with other colleagues so they say okay can you have you an idea for this yeah and then i uh, go ahead and try my best to figure out what is possible or not mm -hmm. um, so um Trust is responsible for the, the snap tile, yeah. the disposable forceps, yeah. very smart, yeah. um, the mosquito, uh, mosquito needles. cannula needles, yeah. and that's got the new self-releasing yeah. locks. Yeah. So you know now you don't have to use scissors anymore. Yeah. Uh, all these different innovations just making piercers' lives easier and cleaner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is like, we try always to to make the products what already exist a bit better. Mm -hmm. For example, the cannula needle, we always like, years ago, we still have to cut it. Yeah. Uh, and then we talk with the production, if there's any possibility uh, that it's already pre-cut. Mm -hmm. So it takes like around one and a half year to include it in the production line for the needle. Well, it's gotta be difficult because, you know, it's, it's not, you manufacturing it in your your basement or your garage you're yeah. it's being manufactured in a giant facility yeah, on yeah. giant machinery yeah. and they have to retool and yeah. they have to change things up and that's that's got to be a long yeah. headache of a process yeah if it's only going in my garage it would be fine yeah. i can change easily mm -hmm. but this kind of products like these machines are like million of dollars machines yeah you know, like they, I think it's a lot of times piercers don't understand that when they yeah. say well how hard can it be can you just get it done and it's like well yes but this is the process yeah. to get it done yeah with the tools like this is a bit more easier because the tool production is like it's not so big mm -hmm. yeah so it's a lot of hand working so um, this is like easier to change some parts or control this production but for example needles yeah you have <laughs> If you if you order them, you need to order like half million. Wow! Under this amount, they don't start any production mm -hmm. uh, because like for piercing industry, when we when we start searching to find a company, it's like how many needles you need? Ah, hmm. uh, five hundred thousand would be the minimum. Yeah. Normally, it's like five millions. Yeah. So the only reason for them to start without with us this project was that was really interested in this business mm -hmm. yeah? because like for this you use also cannulas they had no idea before so this was more like a, <laughs> like a testing for them yeah. so yeah but uh, they are happy with us it works very well and we still could change a bit on the needle like the the cover from the needle for the future it will be a receiving tube okay so but this also you need a new mold you mm. need to change the system in the packaging so this takes, I think, minimum a half year wow. from now. Yeah. The, the needle will have a, a receiving tube. But that's another really smart innovation because yeah. sometimes people will, you know, uncap the needle yeah. and they might use that and adapt it, but it's yeah. not really what you want as a body piercer. So having something right there, yeah. you have the needle, 
you have the catheter, yeah. you have the cap, the receiving tube all right there. It's very yeah. smart. Yeah, the, the last product what we, what we did was like the mold punch. And for the punch, we already have the tube mm -hmm. as a cover and you can use it as a receiving tube. Smart. So for people who um, make ear punch, mm -hmm. they, they, they're asking, could it be possible? And say, okay, when we start making a punch, let us do the cap with the receiving tube. Mm -hmm. It works also well. Cool. So, um, any like, what what are some of your newer products, or is there anything coming soon that you can tell, or is it still secrets? No, no. What 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 we doing right now was uh, toolings make black, but not shiny black. The I don't know how how to explain the the color. I can show you. Okay, people can see. Oh, cool. It's like. Is that like PVD coating? PVD is plasma. Okay. So this plasma. is yeah, you can't scratch it, and it makes the tools very, very strong cool. and safe. Normally, they use it for implants in the body. Yeah, this coating, or for uh, motorsport for the engines inside. Cool. So, so what I'm what I'm holding for the people that can't see it is a, a black hemostat, and it's really slick. It's cool. And, and we also do it. Well, this is the shining one. We do it with the jewelry. Cool. And this is not PVD, so yeah. this stays forever. There yeah. is no chance to get it, uh, get it away. So. And it's like the coating that they would use for like a, a medical yeah, 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 implant, yeah, medical yeah, yeah, device. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That's is, cool. This is hundred percent biogradable and everything. So. Wow. And this is a threadless piece. Yeah. This okay. is like our flex turn where you have the zero point eight, zero point nine, and the push in one function. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So I, I'm holding a, a completely black um, threadless labrette post, and you know it, it doesn't look like. PVD, like something that could scrape or scratch off, um, and you know, medical quality coating. So this is really cool stuff. Yeah, so you can, it looks very nice with like this anodized gold mm. <laughs> attachments on the top. Yeah, that does look really cool. Yeah. That's so smart. And so, uh, do you have any sort of like background with machining or things like yeah. that? Or did you kind of learn these things uh, after being a piercer? No, I, my original education was like a plastic former. Okay. Yeah. Like injection molding? Yeah, injection molding. Okay. And after this, I had a technical education for machining and uh, everything. So it helps me a lot because I have this background to understand all these processes, how this machining is working, what you need to do this and everything, mm -hmm. especially for the injection molding for the plastic. It, yeah. It helps a lot for uh, created uh, snap tiles. Cool. So the only, the hardest part is the mold. Yeah. Is <laughs> the hardest and expensive part for this. Yeah. yeah I, I, I played around with some things with my 3D printer trying yeah. to make like, yeah. you know, prototypes. Yeah. And then I started talking to 3D molders mm -hmm. and they're like, what you've done in 3D molding isn't, po in 3D printing yeah. isn't possible in injection molding because of this and because of this. And it was just like, oh my God, that's so much to try to, try to think about for engineering. I mean, at least everything is possible. It's mm. a point of, the costs, right? Yeah, especially injection molding. Like for the medical sector, uh, uh, they have a lot of money. No one cares yeah. about the costs, yeah. so they make molds because they bill the client so much, yeah, or yeah, the yeah, patient rather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like for for our industry, is like you always have to take care about the costs for the production mm. uh, because it comes easily to a point where it will be too expensive. Yeah, because so, you can't have a disposable uh, clamp and then have it cost ten euros. Yeah. Maybe this is maybe also a nice thing for you. 
is like for for the threadless mm -hmm. the tapers. Ooh, I need my special glasses. Oh, ooh, wow, that's a you, tight tolerance. You don't need to bend it. It's like yeah, it's a bit like an eye shape. Okay. Like a sewing needle. Oh, yeah. It's like the end of a sewing needle. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. But then it can kind of collapse into the end piece yeah. and it's almost like... Um, you can lose the, the stem. Yeah. The so, again, oh, man, we should, I should have done a video for this, <laughs> but um, it's, it's like a pin, but it kind of it's, it spreads like the eye of a, a, a sewing needle and it's just, it locks on there. And you can, you can pull the, the backing off, you know, the, the post off like easily. You can see it on the wall, it's the same. Oh, we have that for attachments also? Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's smart. Wow, that's really good tension yeah, too. Yeah. This is great. This is so, when you, when you see it, piercers out there, um, even like snobby American piercers, yeah. you're gonna love it. It's gonna be really cool stuff. That's really awesome. It was for me also, this is like, when I make the ear piercing, so it was, ah oh man, like the taper and it's losing, how I can yeah. do this, and it's like, how does this get machined? <laughs> or is that a secret, trade secret? No, 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 oh. it's, 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 it's a machining, but yeah. uh, you need a company who are specialized for really Ultra small, precision. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, it's a one piece it's made. Mm. It's not, nothing where you, um, like, putting together is made of... Uh, Titanium mm. um, piece and uh, get a patent. Get a patent for that. It's not possible. Not possible. No. Oh, okay. And it's like um, a patent is something very expensive. Yeah. And if they change only a bit on, yeah. it's done. Okay. Yeah. So the for this kind of products, you often need not a patent because it's really difficult to produce mm -hmm. yeah and then there's a 0 0.5 stem with a one millimeter cut inside okay. so this is from the machining side it's uh, it takes a while to come to this point i would yeah. imagine yeah. yeah yeah and also this this bending is not doing by hand it's also doing by the machine mm -hmm. yeah. so it was like <laughs> wow so um maybe without talking about like you know exact pricing or anything like that yeah. but is it is it expensive to, to have something like that's no, produced no, no no it's not not really much more than uh, other attachments okay you, know? you just need to find the right company that can manage it yeah yeah it's, it's, it's the only thing is like this is everything is produced in Germany mm -hmm. so it's it's nothing from from Asia and it's like all these international standards uh, is APP conform titanium and everything so this makes the price a bit higher than the basics right titanium because stuff. the labor is probably a bit yeah, more expensive yeah yeah, yeah. 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 and um, yeah but it's like a, like a fair price still mm -hmm. yeah i mean it's, it's really innovative yeah. and it's really smart and I, if, if if you crash it you still can bend it mm -hmm. so it doesn't matter yeah. right right so that's really cool yeah um so how how is your response because i would imagine that you a lot of the German market is going to know mm. trust. You know, you're, you've been around for so long, you've yeah. supplied so many studios, but what's the interaction you get with piercers that come from outside Germany or, or outside the EU? Oh, we had a lot of customers from Italy, mm -hmm. from Spain. So, uh, because I don't know why the Italian market has not so much suppliers anymore. I mm. don't know, they go more to the tattoo. Okay compared to uh, the piercing because it's a bigger business for them. I don't know yeah. what is the yeah. reason. Yeah. And uh, 
we also before Corona we travel also a lot of the Italian uh, con uh, conventions, theater mm -hmm. conventions with our booth yeah. and showing our products and so they come in co contact to us. So this makes us a bit like going out of Germany. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Um, United States is a bit more problem because it's like a bit too far away. Yeah, you know? it's difficult. But and, uh, how was your experience with with APP? Uh, APP, I've been there since what, 2006. My first mm -hmm. APP was 2006 or 2005. I'm not sure. And um, yeah, I love to go there because it's like I like the, to share the knowledge with other countries with working totally different. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's like the first time when I've been at the APP, all these needle blade stories because of the, was not, I think it was not allowed to use cannulas in the past in the States. Some places it's interpretation yeah. of, you know, yeah. if it, is it a medical device? Yeah. But I, I think that the, the mosquito, yeah. the argument is that's not a medical device, yeah. that's made for body yeah. piercing. Yeah. So I don't think that yeah. would be any problem. And it was interesting to be... Um, yeah, in, the, in these classes to, to see how other people working, what is their techniques, what is their um, way how to pierce, what is the reason why they do this and this. Mm. So I, yeah, I still love to go there and hopefully next year it will be again. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I'm really looking forward to getting back yeah. to the APP conference. Yeah, twice we had also a boost at the APP. Mm. The unions in Vegas make me. I know it like sounds a... crazy. I don't really, I don't handle that stuff. You know, a lot of times it's Luis Garcia handling yeah, it, and yeah, he's, yeah. he's told me some stories about how challenging, how difficult, how expensive yeah, it yeah, is to deal with unions. Compared to Germany, it's a bit crazy. Well, and especially compared to BMX because yeah. it's very DIY. Yeah. It's just like yeah. show up and help, yeah. set up where you can, yeah. and, and get to work. Yeah. yeah. And after I've been often at the um, APP, it was. This was also the reason why we created the BMX Knife. So at the beginning, it was a group of like, I would say 10 or 11 piercers who meet like twice or three times a year, also in Essen mm -hmm. and in Berlin. Yeah. And, yeah, and we, then we come to the point we are sitting and we have to share with more people mm. our knowledge and make the life for everyone a bit better. And then in 2007, like in, in the summer, we decided to do it in the, in the autumn. <laughs> and in three months, we had the, the first BMXnet in 2007. It was totally chaos. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> no one has any experience about making conventions yeah, or anything right. else. Uh, so and then it was like 200 people, oh, we, how we can handle the classes, the, the, the um, um, beamer, the music, the speakers, and everything. Wow, mm. this was like yeah. yeah. And after year by year, it becomes uh, more like easier. I think my my first BMX was two thousand eight. Yeah, and that was uh, the second one in Flynn. Yeah. yeah, and then between then and now, I think yeah. I've missed two, yeah. and I think I've been to all all the others. Yeah, the um, the, the ones was Flynn mm -hmm. <laughs> because like this building was hot like hell. Yeah. There was no air condition inside, and it was like in a place of nowhere. Mm -hmm. uh, it was in Essen at this time. We had a bit discussion with the Unperfect House, and then we said, "Okay, then we go somewhere else." Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Flynn was. I don't know why we end up in Flynn. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and one year we try already Berlin. Mm -hmm. 
I remember, I don't remember which year it was, but I remember the year. Yeah, and this was like in this area where the new airport mm -hmm. allocated. And the hotel them. hated us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it was a two or three year fighting after mm -hmm. about uh, some broken floors. One other thing that I can remember that I can tell the, the story yeah. of is um, they got upset that people had maybe their own bottle of beer or something. And yeah. if people, you know, it was like, oh, please just throw it away. Don't be rude and leave it around for the yeah. hotel staff to clean up. And the next day, there were a few empty bottles and things like that. And the hotel charged yeah. EMX for all the empty bottles yeah, of other people. And they said, yeah. okay, they, they drank 30 beers. We're going to charge you for all those 30 beers, even yeah. though they didn't buy them from us. Yeah, it was like, uh, this was a bad experience about hotels. Mm. Uh, well, this you not knowing before, this yeah. could happen, yeah. Every, every conference has yeah. to kind of learn as they yeah. go. The APP conference, no different. You know, every yeah. year behind the scenes, it's a little bit chaos and they, they learn a little bit more for the next year. Yeah, the, the big difference between APP and BMXnet is that there's like one person is responsible all the time for the APP organization. Mm. So it's like a full-time business for Caitlin. Caitlin, and then there, yeah. there's also Marina, who yeah. does a lot of the administrative yeah. work, and then yeah. they have just an army of volunteers. Yeah, yeah. 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 okay, it's much more huge than BMX. For now it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I remember in the past it was, but there was still also five, 600 people. Yeah, so. yeah. For, for yeah. many, many years, yeah. it was like Caitlin holding it together yeah. from all these different yeah. like, teams. Yeah. And it's, it's really good organized, so the, the registration process mm -hmm. and everything. The good thing is in Vegas you have perfect venues. Mm. Yeah, I'm well, sure they are not cheap. <laughs> no, they're not at all. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like this is a place where you can make this easily in mm -hmm. Germany. There are some places also here in Berlin, uh, but it's also very, very expensive. Mm -hmm. uh, and they are not so open for our industry. Well, another thing that's really important to talk about with BMX is a lot of the, the innovation that you see in the German piercers, the German mm -hmm. vendors, you also see it with the conference, like just the simple thing of the RFID tags and yeah. the name badges. So yeah. you don't have to have a whole army of volunteers at the door yeah. checking things. It's just you scan yourself in, yeah. you scan yourself out, you get a certificate on the final day and everything is accurate. Yeah. Maybe that wouldn't be possible for a conference with a thousand or more people, but with a conference this size with two or three hundred people, yeah. it works very efficiently. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you don't need so much volunteers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is a small group. I think this year we have like eleven or twelve mm. people to handle everything. Yeah. So this is like and everything's working out fine. Yeah. The classes are great, smooth. Yeah. The instructors yeah. are having fun. Yeah. The attendees are having yeah. fun. For this corona situation with like you have to check up which room you can do for which class because of the amount of people mm -hmm. it works perfect uh, yeah. so we are really happy yeah yeah and the safety precautions or you know everyone is vaccinated yeah. everyone is tested yeah. everyone's wearing masks indoors you know you're, you're spreading yourself out yeah. limiting classrooms all that stuff so it, yeah. it's a lot of care going yeah. into it yeah 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 i think it's uh, necessary right now that we have to take care yeah especially our industry there yeah I think they have an eye on <laughs> because like this was the first thing what they close and the last what they open. Yeah, the close personal services. Yeah, kind of we, we was closed for seven months. Wow. So luckily in Germany, our government take care and uh, give the good money to the studios. So it was not the same like when you had opened. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but enough to survive. Yeah, yeah. yeah compared to other countries. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 
same time close, but no money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my, my girlfriend in, in yeah. Scotland, yeah, yeah, all kinds of trouble. All kinds yeah. of trouble with being closed and getting yeah. no support or little yeah. support. And this is really, really, really strange for the people. Also, we have a lot of friends in, in Asia, uh, tattoo artists or piercing artists. They're really fucked. Mm -hmm. um, they normally live from the tourists. And no, since, no more tourists. Since yeah. two years, no tourists. Yeah, it's got to be really and rough. And this less percent of local people for tattooing and piercing, they can't survive. Mm -hmm. uh, some of them, they start to selling food or going other businesses. Driving for working. taxi. Yeah, yeah, yeah to, to earn a bit of money. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really hard to see this and you can't do anything. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. So how has your reaction been from the attendees about your your you know vendor booth? Oh, they're always happy yeah. <laughs> yeah. to come to our booth because we always try to make it a bit, I wouldn't say fancy, but yeah. I, I think it, I love the look yeah. of it. It, it uh, does look very, it looks very smart. It yeah. looks very slick. It looks very futuristic almost. Yeah, we, we have, from the beginning, we have our CI in our, um, in our company. This is everything is like in, in orange with these letters, mm -hmm. with these sizes and there's always like a red line. I like your really simple diagrams. Yeah. They're very yeah. simple. It's like it's like labeling you would find on yeah. disinfectant or something that you would see in like Japan or something yeah. where you look at it and it's so simple but yeah. it perfectly explains what it is. Yeah, like the this the reason for this was to could be international yeah. without any that you don't have it, need to have it in Italy, in Spain, in France, in mm -hmm. whatever language. So we try to work with these pictures to showing for what it is. Yeah. I mean, at least you have to explain a bit. Yeah. But you can you can do it with simple words, mm -hmm. uh, so or signs. So yeah. it's it's working perfect for us. So. Cool. Yeah. Have you been noticing that like, you know, as the industry gets to go back to work right now, have people been crazy to like buy supplies now and yeah. more it's, demand and all I that? I was totally wondering. I was at the beginning. I think like, okay, do we start slowing, slowly? But it was going up oh, like hell. Yeah. Also in the shop, we are. We have to um, make appointments. It's not allowed in, in, in Mannheim that people can walk by. So mm -hmm. walk in is not possible. So we have to make appointments. Uh, yeah. And we booked out for the next three months for piercing. Wow. So on one side it's really good. On the other side, the people are pissed off and they want to get like only a ear piercing and they mm -hmm. have to wait three months. Yeah. Yeah. Compared to before Corona. So the, there was only always a chance to go between. Mm -hmm. Now it's like, with this booking, it's really, I mean, it's good for us because we could control everything yeah. more easily, but the people, yeah, sometimes they are not so friendly <laughs> about these situations. I think a lot, of, a lot of studios are in the same position. Yeah. But I can ask everyone in Germany, they have it like big run. Uh, so really happy for our industry. So do you find it? Easier with all local German production? Like, is your supply chain easier to manage? Because I know some supply chains from Asia yeah. are, you know, they, they can't get the raw materials yeah. because of Corona shutdowns and mm -hmm. limited availability. Um, the, the main reasons to make it uh, in Germany was one is like, it's more easier for communication. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Short ways, a short way for like, if you have any problem or for delivery or whatever. And uh, like to be like a little bit more environment friendly. Mm -hmm. So this is like for for us. So the the really the main reason to make it to try to make it in Germany. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, uh, is there anything else on your mind? Mm, no, I think. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, well, so uh, again, um, uh, well, well, one last thing I wanted to ask you. You have some distributors in different regions, right, for, for different products? Like I know um, Steve Hayworth distributes some things for yeah. the U.S. And yeah. what are some of your distributors in other countries? Uh, we have one in Greek uh, and we are working on one in, uh, in Spain mm -hmm. now. And... Uh, let me think about yeah one in Asia but it's like only a bit of like tattoo pens or mm. like uh, the squid surfs. but we are not trying to go too fast too big because sure. it's hard to control then things get messy yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's better to be like in the size what you could control mm -hmm. instead of to be too big so um, let's say an American piercer wants yeah. to buy your products yeah. can you buy and ship to other countries easily or is it, yeah, is it difficult is, this is easy Okay. This is easy. So Steve uh, have from us like only like the snap ties and needles, like this uh, disposable products. Uh, the jewelry is too hard mm -hmm. uh, because like yeah, yeah, so many pieces. We will see about like this this new flex turn line. Maybe we uh, we find a way to offer this in the states too, but it's really hard about the shipping and everything. We had some we have some customers in the states. Who buy the products from us, uh, also jewelry, mm -hmm. um, but for the most of the shipping costs are high. Sure. Uh, yeah. And Especially if you want to buy in bulk and it's heavy. Yeah. yeah. So expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, um, you know, one more time for the, the people listening, what's the social media for Trust? What's the website for Trust? How, how would they buy your products? Uh, they can go to our website, trust-wholesale.de. And uh, yeah, we have also an Instagram and Facebook account. It's Trust Wholesale. It's the same. Uh, cool. But uh, the people always buying by uh, our wholesale shop mm -hmm. online. Mm -hmm. Great. Well, I appreciate you taking some time. I know it's been a busy weekend. We've been talking for three days about yeah, getting yeah, an interview. Well, yeah, so. I'm happy to do this interview with you. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. Well, uh, I hope to see you, you know, at, at BMX again next year and then APP next year also. Yeah, definitely. If, cool. it, if they could make it, we will be there, definitely. Awesome. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for talking. Yeah, thank you for your time. All right, thanks for talking to me, Marcus. Uh, really cool to see all the innovations that you showed me. The the plasma-coated black tools, black jewelry, I think that could be a really cool game changer. Uh, you'll like it a lot. And again, it's not PVD-coated. It's not something that's gonna chip off or, or wear down. Um, and you have a, a lot of different applications you can use for it. You know, just black threadless backings, that's, that's a pretty cool thing. So, you know, let's take a look at those. Um, I have a lot of ideas for my Patreon classes coming up. Um, one of the classes that I'm doing at the UK APP conference is called Skin Preparation and Draping for Piercing. The, uh, the draping portion um, is a lot of repurposed information from the, the video that I had on my Patreon page, patreon.com slash ryanpba. I talked all about different kinds of draping and I incorporated a lot of that information, but also um, added a lot of information about skin preparation and uh, the chemicals that are that are commonly used and are there any contraindications uh, highlighting again that uh, there is no contraindication between using an alcohol wipe to clean away makeup and then using something like pure cleanse a pcmx skin cleanser to uh, disinfect the skin there's no contraindication there and i'll talk about the chemicals and you know the studies and the science that backs that up it's not just my opinion it's not something i'm just kind of pulling out of the air 
Uh, I talk about iodine, um, what povidone iodine is, and um, some of the, the issues where if you're not using an individual swab or wipe, all, the, all that different stuff. You know, I talked about chlorhexidine, which isn't something that I have a lot of experience of in the, the US, but in the UK and in Europe, chlorhexidine is a, a very common skin prep. So I talk about, is it safe? What are the applications? What can you use it for? talk about all that stuff. And I'm thinking about taking some of that skin prep information and maybe making another short video uh, kind of recapping that for my, my Patreon supporters. So if you're interested, let me know. Um, if you're already on uh, patreon.com slash RyanPBA, you can go ahead and check out that draping video and you know a dozen other uh, subjects about statums and needles and tapers and all kinds of stuff. So uh, I've got a lot of plans involving like green screen. I got some new gear, some new cameras, some new lighting. Um, so I'm, I'm working on uh, some pretty cool videos for you for the, uh, for the fall. So uh, thanks for listening to the Piercing Wizard podcast, and I'll most likely be back next week with either a UK APP episode or another BMX episode. Thanks for listening. For more information about the show, visit piercingwizardpodcast.com or like Piercing Wizard Podcast on Facebook. For more info about your host, visit precisionbodyarts.com or search Ryan PBA on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr. If you enjoy the show, you can subscribe on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. Music by Benny B. Blanco. Show copyright 2017, Precision Body Arts, LLC. All rights reserved.